Um, <laughs> so what was, uh, you had a question. Yeah, my question was, what do you guys think are the challenges of being a parent in today's time? And as a follow-up question, is technology a good, bad, or mixed impact? Or having a good, bad, or mixed impact on parenting? Ooh. Damn, girl, I'm not a parent. <laughs> okay. That's a loaded question, though. Yeah. Okay. And, like, today's time specifically, like, what's challenging about it? Can we tackle the first part first? <laughs> like, yeah, it's hard for me yeah, to yeah, 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 no. so yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, second part, don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. But we will later. Yeah. 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 Oh, are you... Do you have thoughts? That, would be, that would be a good, like, crickets time, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the crickets one. Oh, crap, never mind. So, first question... Um, what's challenging about today? Parenting in today's time. <laughs> what is challenging about <laughs> today? It's hot today. It's so <laughs> difficult. I just couldn't. I would hate us. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So my thing, it's kind of connected to your, your other question mm -hmm. with the technology. Mm -hmm. I think social media today and technology, mm -hmm. I sound like a boomer, but it's like, I just feel like it's not headed in a good <laughs> direction, man. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, <laughs> there's so much online mm. there's too much online mm -hmm. like i open twitter and i get jump scared you mean x shut up don't even, yeah. don't even. Oh, <laughs> i am never ever okay. gonna call it that. sorry yeah why did he name it that is it like i was kid because his kid has an x in his name Maybe. Oh. it's just so it's giving like 2015 I don't know just some kind of weird like uh, whatever off topic sorry yeah. yeah so i just feel like it's it's too much mm -hmm. and there's there's so much valuable information online for sure mm -hmm. but you know when you're a kid you're not going to understand everything completely no. and when you're on tiktok where people are romanticizing mental illness or just like considering anything trauma those are yeah. just a couple examples yeah. you're not going to want your kid to see that and i feel like that's a struggle especially because you're gonna want to give them technology because they're gonna be coming home from school like yeah. well mommy my friend has an ipad <laughs> they're gonna be like that for sure i want to be an ipad yeah. kid yeah you know so it's like it's gonna it's gonna be hard because you know that your kid doesn't want to feel left out mm -hmm. but also in my head it's like how do you create that balance and how do you kind of you, it's you can't even make them understand it completely either mm -hmm. right that you can't just be like technology bad sometimes you open <laughs> x yeah and you see something you really don't want to see yeah. and they're gonna be like well what yeah. and i'm gonna be like oh, girl <laughs> girl yeah yeah sure <laughs> you know and it's just that's the challenge i think i think that's the, probably the biggest challenge okay. especially with the rise of ai too yeah what if they're just talking on the internet with robots what if you have like ai babysitters Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't like just the yeah. Like yeah. what if they get a VR headset and then they just never talk to anybody ever again yeah. and talk to all these Have you seen those like new like Apple headsets? Yes. Like if these all And it's like where are we going in our world, you know? I want them to go outside and go on the swings. Mhm. Mm Gosh. Facts. Me and my boomer era. Um, Chris, any thoughts? Yeah. Uh on technology on well, challenges on of parenting today yeah mm, i would say like mainly with like the newer generation mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of us are very more open with like sexuality mm -hmm. and just like being more of like yourself and stuff like that and i think a lot of parents 
now like I know like maybe millennials are maybe more like open to stuff like that but yeah. I know my parents had a hard time like yeah. being totally comfortable with like the idea of using pronouns other than he and she mm-hmm. yeah um and it's just because of like how they were raised but I guess just being more accepting and open mm. might be a little bit hard because I feel like this generation is better at understanding that because we've been raised with it you know right. yeah because right. my parents too have a trouble like like understanding i guess yeah because i don't know they think it's they like will respect it but i know that they would they're like not completely like understanding like the idea of being non-binary or like you know just going against the status quo almost or just going against what they were taught yeah. yeah, because, you know, they grew up in a completely different world, mm-hmm. and they didn't know what any of this even meant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're learning, but it's also, I, I'm sure it is challenging for them, because my parents, you know, it it took them, like, multiple, like, corrections, like, I would have to correct them here and there, mm-hmm. of, like, if they misgender someone by accident. Mm-hmm. And it took them quite a few tries, and it still does sometimes, for yeah. them to just, like get used to it completely right and i feel like it's almost more difficult for them to correct when they when they misgender somebody yeah. than for someone in our generation fair fair yeah. i feel like we're way less we make less mistakes when it comes to the yeah it's definitely misgender. become more normalized yeah that fact that like oh there is no more just two genders yeah like, yeah there's a bunch yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's good and that's just an example too mm-hmm. i guess it's kind of western thinking of me just to be like think that only parents like that think like that here because in like other countries there's probably young people who think that way too yeah it just yeah on how you're raised i mean yeah like i definitely heard more about this ever since i moved here for sure and yeah like, I, I don't know if that's because like awareness and just stigma or mm-hmm. something else like if it's like if it's like a cultural thing or if it's yeah. genetics, I don't know. My mom was discussing this too, the whole, like, she, in in her culture, there's a lot of stuff that's like, like, we don't talk about that. Like, don't, yeah. you're not. A taboo. She, she, yes, mm. taboo topics and just things that she was always told, like, you're not old enough to know this mm. yet. And she was giving me these examples and she said, well, like, when I decided to become a parent, I thought, like, I'm going to be completely open with my kids. We don't. She told me she didn't hide anything. She was just kind of like, like there's things obviously that are, that should be like age appropriate that yeah. they should be able to tell. But at the end of the day, you can tell your kid anything. It's just you gotta be aware of like yeah. where their head is at and are they mature enough, whatever. And I think that's the, the difference. I don't know how parents are now, mm-hmm. like back in India, but when she was raised, there's just so many things that it's like, you don't need to know about this. You don't need to know about yeah. that. But I could ask my mom anything and she'd be just telling me. That's dope. You know? That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. And I think I would, I take that with me when yeah. I become a mother. It's a big change for sure. And it's really good that she started that step. Yeah. Right. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Bertrand? For me, I feel like, like, I think whenever I see so many different kinds of parents nowadays, I think the biggest thing for me is that I realize why it's important to have a certain like financial and psychological re- like minimum requirement because mm-hmm. i feel like so many parents like either they haven't either have a child they didn't prepare for or something like that 
but so many of them are not psychologically prepared mm -hmm. for the responsibility of having a child. Mm -hmm. And you're, it's not meant to be a burden. Like mm -hmm. a child is not supposed to be a burden. Yeah. But there's often there's many parents who feel like it is yeah right and they're like oh i did not sign up for this yeah right? yeah and that's where like the whole just like you know the child then gets you know it's it's two lives just not being happy yeah like everybody can be great parents like i generally i know that everybody yeah. can be i think especially in these days where like inflation is getting high and you know, you gotta work more to get a good job and mm -hmm. you gotta work for more hours than before it's like you need to have a certain financial requirement in order to satisfy the needs of the child properly the way mm -hmm. you want the child to be satisfied yeah because many people are choosing to like have children later in their lives mm -hmm. because they want to be financially stable yeah. or they're even choosing not to have a kid at all because they don't want their kid to grow up in like this kind of environment yeah that, yeah. that they're not satisfied. i feel like there's a lot more people who are being like i don't want I don't want a kid in this yeah. world, you know? And that's... Which like, is... I can... Fine. I can understand that, too. Yeah. And I think there's also, like, stigma behind people who choose not to have kids. And, like, mm -hmm. some people, like, mm -hmm. treat them as if, like, they're not capable of having kids. Yeah. No? It's like a whole, like, like you're expected to have yeah. children. Because, like, that's the next step of your life. Yeah. You get... You got to get married, and then you got to have children. Yeah, it's like, like a milestone. how it works, right? right? Yeah. But I feel like... I don't know, more people are going against that now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which and I think is a good thing um, because I don't think it's, it's literally up to you. Also, like, overpopulation is a big problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So. And, you know, if, like, why would you, someone doesn't want to have a kid, why would you be like, you need to have a ch child? Yeah. That child is going to grow up unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they decide yeah. that they, you know? So, I think, yeah, just having a financial and psychological requirement, especially mm -hmm. in these times. Is very important yeah because even in tiktok you see like videos of babies of being so cute and they're like oh i want to have a kid and then yeah you're like that's so <laughs> and then you, and then you, like you see all these others there's so many other sides to it where yeah. the kid's not being fun for you, you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's more of a chore yeah it comes right with, it comes with the job yeah yeah, I can agree with that. Mm. Especially since stuff. everything is so goddamn expensive these days. Yep, yep, yep. Inflation, taxes. Adult <laughs> stuff. And. Oh. Rut row. Rut Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There was no delay at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real and I guess for technology, I think that. What where, do you think? Okay. So, before we go to technology. Um, okay. The thing about money is that would we rather, like, wait and make enough money to give our children the best future? Or are we running out of time by doing that to have a good life with our child? Bro, this guy's so messed up. <laughs> that was a great question. He's, like, <laughs> pulling out the questions left and right. And um, I love it, but it's... I'm just saying. Tinny. Like... Cause, cause you want to be in like, like a, yeah, like a prime age to like have fun with your children and yeah, and like do, them, yeah. Know? Yeah, I think it's important to be financially stable before you have kids. Yeah. Enough to be able to support them. You don't have to be rich, but enough yeah. where you know you can support yourself. Yeah. If your partner, if you have one, or partners. Yeah. And all the children, if you're gonna have a whole bunch or even just one. Yeah. And the other thing is, there's no specified, like minimum financial requirement that this is how much you need to have to have yeah. your kids. Yeah. Which is scary. 
Yeah. I feel like that's scary. So like, <laughs> yeah. how are you gonna know? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if they well, break your army and you don't have any insurance for it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, guys, in my head, it's like you need to just have a loving home uh-huh. and a beautiful space around you. Yeah. And, well, not necessarily beautiful. I don't know why it's sure, not beautiful. Sure. But, you know, just an environment where, like, obviously the kid's gonna need food and things to help them learn. And all that is gonna be expensive. Mm-hmm. But, but. The love. That's like that's a good point too. I think it's the, like the love is worth like so much, and especially something I've realized is mm-hmm. that kids find anything and everything funny. Like you sure. could and entertain them in so many different ways. I I don't feel like it's about entertainment though. I'm talking about like giving them the most productive environment for them to grow. Yeah. And how much of that is like you want to just save up your all of your money and put it this into your kid mm. and then what if like kid is not like well i'm sure if you doesn't come out like the way like you want them to you know well, th- like if you did everything you could then you know you can't but the other thing is also that you're not supposed to sacrifice yourself and stuff like that right yeah i just i don't know well, the financial stuff is really difficult because yeah. you know <sighs> Especially since prices are going up. Like, our generation as parents... That's what I'm saying, bro. Our generation in general, my therapist yeah. was saying, we're, we're done. <laughs> we're done for. <laughs> this is it, guys. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> now, but I guess the other point that you were talking about also with love is that you're not supposed to let the fear of all these things consume you either. Yeah, because, you know, a child just wants their mother, wants a loving home. That too, maybe. I don't know. Or moms or dads. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Both parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Just like a loving family. Because they prefer that over just like, I don't know, because there is so many things that you need for a child to actually like grow. I am saying like, yeah, you do obviously need the basic needs. Mm-hmm. Well, what but I'm I, thinking is what if, there's, what if they have like a physical or mental disability? Facts. That's gonna. They didn't you know, come depending, Yeah, depending on how much money you have, that could really affect your child's learning or yeah, overall living. Like, and what if you can't afford a wheelchair? Yeah. What if you need yeah. to like communicate through technology? Also, that you don't really. Sometimes you don't know about that disability till actual birth. So yeah. then you're you're like you're preparing all these things for your kid, but then when you find out they have a disability, it's like. It's like a... It's a roller coaster. It's a completely different direction than what you were planning to do, which I can't imagine. And I also know that it's hard for parents to kind of just like, I don't know, see that their their child isn't like um, speaking yet or, Mm. you know, walking yet. And that's a whole other... Yeah, a whole fear. Yeah. I think think the main fear about disabilities is that like you're afraid that your child won't fit in. Yeah. Because you don't want your child to feel like, you know out of place yeah like i think that comes out of love but i guess the other point is that they're their own people you know disabilities don't define them yeah right but and you know the parent knows that too yeah yeah but it's like they don't want them to like feel as if that's not true yeah right yeah my mom always says this thing where like she's just the bow and i'm the arrow and she just like releases the bow into the air but she can't dictate where i'm gonna go Wow. Like, she's the she's one... She's so poetic. Who, yeah, she's the one who's gonna, like, Herbal. project me into the world, but where I go is up to what I want to do. Right. That's Yeah, so you know, as a parent, you can only do so much. Yeah. And it is your responsibility to do the best you can. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
I've seen some true crime stories, man. And sometimes the parents are awesome. And the child is... <laughs> well, is that really the parents' thing then at that point? It's not. I'm, I'm saying that, like, yeah. the parents can do their best, but yeah. that, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like it's up to the my child. Bad, my <laughs> bad. The arrow um, is bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, the arrow just... The arrow's wonky. Yeah. The arrow went the wrong way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay, cool. And I guess another concept was I felt that cartoons have a big impact on kids. Yes. These days? I feel like nowadays, not all parents, but it's more tempting for for parents to sort of allow television to be the babysitter. That's such a pet peeve. I know. I hate when I just see a parent like sit their child down in front of an iPad and just like let them stare at it. Yeah. It's because they're like, you know, the child is crying or something, and you know that they'll yeah. just stop. But the other thing is, them. like, to but counter it's, that, it's I feel bad. like as a parent, I would be so tempted to just have my own me time mm. that I might feel like I want to do that. Yeah, because it's exhausting being a parent. Yeah, I'm not even a parent yet. Like, yeah, no, literally. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I see it like my aunt's currently raising a child, mm -hmm. two of my aunts, and they're just like, always on the go yeah and even like playing with the child every day because the child just has so much energy mm -hmm. and you know she's has she has to cook for the family she has to clean mm -hmm. not to mention you know like changing diapers and yeah. making sure that her child is you know growing up right i guess yeah. or like is the way she wants mm -hmm. and learning things mm -hmm. and there's just so many things that she has to do right yeah. it's exhausting and also in today's time there's a whole addition of like it's almost that both parents have to go to jobs in order to mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. meet up, meet with the financial requirements, yeah. which yeah. means less time with the kids. Yeah, right. And it's scary. Just also less tired, less like less like more tired, less energy. Um, yeah, like the help from you know more family. It's mm -hmm. just it's really really helpful yeah. in those times. Yeah. So yeah. my parents would go to work. You know, my my grandma would be there. My grandpa yeah. would be yeah. there, and. My parents would come home at the end of the day and they'd still take care of me and all that. It was... Otherwise, I'd have to, like... They didn't want me to go to daycare. They wanted me to be close with the family. And they feel expensive, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, coming back to cartoons, I was like... I wanted to be an inventor because I always saw Phineas and Ferb, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. You know? Aww. Yeah. And nice. I feel like the longer, like, parents use technology to sort of like as a third or second parent it's like the child gets it's more easier for the child to detach mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and i feel like the kinds of tv shows and cartoons like i was just watching something recently it's i feel like it's getting more commercialized or something i don't know what's mm -hmm. what's up with it mm -hmm. but i don't know if i'm just getting older but <laughs> yeah i feel like too. i feel like there's like a few good cartoons, but the other ones just don't make sense to me. And I'm like, like, what is other, this? What is happening like, here? <laughs> like, yeah. I just feel like it's not hitting the same. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I, I always think like I was probably because I'm older now, but. No, but even if I, I watch the same old cartoons that I used to right now, I still love them. Yeah, but like, is that because of our sense of like nostalgia? nostalgia? Or is it just like, is it just really not good? I don't know. Like, like, I feel like I don't even think I like these cartoons today as a kid. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's like hard to that's tell. I feel. I'm just saying. Like, I don't yes, think that's my Yes, but you're vibe. saying that like in hindsight, you know, like yeah, you're it's old true. now. Yeah, I have hindsight bias, but... Yeah. 
I mean, I watched Bluey with my cousin the other day, and that is a good TV show. Yeah, there are a few Bluey good ones. Bluey is a good show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. currently 8:36 oh. p.m. Yep. This is the latest we've ever done recording. Now, yeah, this is wild. I think we're we're getting to like a yeah. like we're so tired that we're energetic kind of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like insane. Back in my day. <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> Had to go over mountains to get to school. Far far galaxy. Okay. Um Galaxy. In a galaxy. Where are you from? Yeah, Star Wars. Sorry. What? No, I know. So where are you from? <laughs> I just thought it was funny that he said that. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Anywho. Anyhow. Um, we were talking about cartoons. Cartoons. And honestly, another point that I wanted to make is I love the regular show. The regular show is fire. Yeah, I haven't watched it. But it looks really good. I, yeah, it looks good. Wow, both of you. Sorry. <laughs> I know. A lot, of, a lot of people are like, what? Uh, uh, uh. Facts. Okay, <laughs> that's me right now. So <laughs> I totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's that's my internal voice it's saying, "Damn, okay. okay." Yeah. But regular show was awesome because for a lot of reasons, it was awesome. But I think generally, so many of the TV shows and cartoons were a little bit less censored than they are now, and there's like more, like. So you want cartoons to be less censored? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's obviously like 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 a criteria, right? Yeah. And like people are learning from what's going on and learning like mm -hmm. how much to to um, sort of give exposure mm -hmm. of a certain ideas to kids, mm -hmm. right? And I think it's like it's a very it's a it's an interesting balance to sort of like to make, mm -hmm. but I don't know who makes that decisions, and I want to have like more input on how the decisions are made because sometimes like that could also be taken to sort of um like shift or like bias certain views yeah you know mm -hmm. especially in like school education or like certain yeah i was about to bring that up you know certain things like that i, I think someplace in america they were talking about this uh this youtube content creator or something like that mm -hmm. who sort of puts out like really like right-wing like very like extreme right-wing ideas mm -hmm. like um like about Christianity and God and how mm -hmm. that's and that's better than science stuff like that, mm -hmm. and it's sort of really scary because obviously school is the place where you trust the kids are going to be educated, mm -hmm. right? And yeah, I think the lack of like people's input in what the boundaries of exposure and censorship should be mm -hmm. is sort of it's sort of like at our children's sacrifice. Yeah, and. I feel like that's like part of the the fear factor that comes in for parents when they're sending their kids to school or whatever, like even daycare, you know, mm -hmm. they're exposed to so much. And it's like, how much does the parent want yeah. their child to be exposed to, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. but, but also how much does the system feel that they need a child to know? Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of power in the, the hands of those who are creating the education system yeah. it's kind of scary for parents for sure because also so many kids are coming from so many different kinds of parents mm -hmm. and they're gonna say different things and they're gonna learn different things yeah you also just don't know what kind of class your kid's gonna be in 
and the kinds of people they're going to interact with. Yes. It's just, again, like we, I think we talked about this, yeah. just the fact that parents are so afraid to let go of their kids yeah. in and unknown environments. Especially when you're talking about that, um, the whole, like, <clears throat> the content creator who mm-hmm. was just super, like, talking about Christian mm-hmm. beliefs and all. It reminds me of um, this literal, <laughs> this, like, grown man, yeah. okay, and he goes on Fortnite mm-hmm. and he just talks to kids about Christianity. Mm. And he literally like told this one Muslim kid that he's going to hell because mm-hmm. he doesn't believe oh my God. in Christianity. Wow. And it's like... It's, oh my God. Okay, let's uh, Sorry. <laughs> 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 um, oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, that, it's, like, imagine your kid is just going on Fortnite. Yeah. And then they come to you and they're like, Mom, am I going to hell? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's that whole, like, thing that's related to technology. Like, there's so many advancements now where it's like, well, where's the line? And your kid can't even go on a video game without being just, like, told that they're going to hell. Yeah, and I also, like, I learned more, I just remembered more about, like, a content creator. They also said that when British invaded Indians, like, they did that and they helped the Indians with better infrastructure and they helped them be more sort of urbanized. Girl. And, like, they literally helped them. It's giving, like, people who love Christopher Columbus. It's it's wild, man. And I'm I'm literally thinking, this has to be a joke. This cannot be real. But it's literally being implemented. Yeah. And I'm just at, like, a loss of words because how is... I realize that history is obviously so biased based on where you live. It's also but biased on who the winners are. Yeah. In like a that's war. a whole different episode. Yes. You know that could be a cool episode. That was good. Yeah. Have yeah, my dad said that. Yeah. Shout I, out to my dad. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. <laughs> Thanks, Dad, for that. One. Yeah. And just the fact that the education system again has so much control over how they show history, especially. Here, even in indigenous history, like things are just changing recently. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's so much that we still have to change, but I don't know if we have enough input on that. And that's scary. Yeah. yeah. Like we as in As in parents and also just normal people who aren't part of the education system. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. But I guess that's what also inspired a lot of people to get into the education system anyways. And also yeah. parents who want to get involved, like the in the parenting committee or yeah. whatever they call that thing yeah. in school. Is there a thing where all the parents Like the parents, like, yeah. there's, like, something in school. My parents have never done that. But <laughs> My parents never did yeah. that either because yeah. they're like, man, I don't... Yeah. You... Yeah. <laughs> Just I, get I, good grades. Did it exist? Though? Yes, there is, like, some, no like, way. parent... Yeah. Parent Like, group. in our schools? In our schools, there had to be. I have no recollection of this. Maybe in elementary school, but not in junior high. I don't know about in junior high. Probably elementary school, though. Yeah, there was yeah. always, like, a parent group who yeah. would, like, involve themselves and all that. And I guess that's also what encourages parents to do that type of thing because they want to be involved in what their child's learning. Yeah. Again, there's a balance of, like, how but, much you should give. Yeah, yeah, but also the thing is, like, do they really have that much power to to right. like change things when yeah. they're in there? Like, yeah, they'll know that their child's learning this, but what what, what can you do? Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. That's wild. Um. Okay. That's that's what I have to say. About that's that. crazy. That's wild. 
That's like another topic on its own too. It is, especially history and stuff. Mm-hmm. Education systems yeah. around the world. Oh my! Throwback. Episode one. Oh really? That was like. First but we can. I feel like there's more to talk about there. There's definitely yeah. more, but I just thought it was a nice yeah. little. Um, throwback. We should get a education major in here. We should. Talk about that. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say? I wanted to go back to like our interviews with our parents. Okay. And sort of, I guess, maybe end off, maybe not end off, but just about either what they felt they were glad to do or what they felt that they were glad that their parents did for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start off. Like, my mom told me that she was glad that her parents let her study until grade 12 and after grade 12 to, like, let her get an education and get a degree because so many people around her were just getting married off before grade 12. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what the culture was like back then mm-hmm. and she was just really glad that like she was able to study and have education and they trusted her to or not trusted her i guess they were they sort of put her with that like that ability and that capability mm-hmm. that she can do that they were confident yeah they're confident there you go yeah but so that's what she was glad for and i think that's really interesting that that's something that we take for like yeah like it's like almost normal to us i mean even my parents too they did something that was against the grain you Mm -hmm. know like they were part of two different like religious groups Mm -hmm. both Mm -hmm. of their families and them getting married was something that was completely like unrealistic at the time but you know they kind of went against it and also they had a love marriage and Mm -hmm. at the time people didn't have a lot of love marriages it was mostly arranged yeah so it's crazy how both of our parents, too, did something that was, you know, unusual at the yeah. time. And then now, because of that, we get to kind of experience the outcome of that. Yeah. And now our parents are even pushing us to do the same. Exactly. Because I always wonder, like, why are you guys pushing me so much to go through university and stuff? Because yeah. so many of our friends, they go through trade school for, like, two years and they make bank. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why don't I just do that instead of like wasting eight years like going of my life yeah. in education but it's about financial stability and it's about it's about what they value and things like that and i'm not saying that it's bad to be a tradesperson mm-hmm. but it's just that i'm i realize where they're coming from now yeah because they're in that position that they they were about to either get married or they could have an education mm-hmm. and they really valued that so yeah mm-hmm. that's really cool to mm-hmm. realize that's so awesome yeah, yeah they want what's best for you yeah that's awesome. Your parents are lovely people. Yeah, I love your parents. They're such sweeties. Yeah, they're pretty swag. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. They're right. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> what about you guys? My parents? What was the question? Um, like what Something a, that they're, they're proud, proud of. of that they kind of like mm-hmm. did. Um, well, my mom weirdly started talking about how close me and my brother are. And she was like, I'm so proud of this, like, bond you guys have. You guys never really fought that much. And whenever we fought, it was about, like, petty stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing I, like, you know, hold to him now. Yeah. You know, and we talk to each other about whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're pretty close and we, like, spend time together. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm pretty proud of that. But I thought it was weird because I was like, so what do you think? Like, what did you do to push that? And she's like, nothing really. Like, I didn't really. I just kind of let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like okay, so what are you proud of, you know? She told me that she was glad that she raised us in a way Mm -hmm. 
that <clears throat> always made us like like try to at least like I I think she was saying this I don't know she was speaking really vaguely sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna take a guess yeah. <laughs> but I think she was saying that she raised us in a way where if there was conflict we would deal with it you mm. know like we wouldn't just like fight and then hate each other mm. for the next couple of days like we always wanted to be around each other like we as in you and your friends me and my brother okay okay because we're talking about like our relationship right right and she was like yeah i didn't i when thinking about it like you guys got close just as is Mm. but as a parent i think i i gave you the 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 ways of dealing with conflict and you know you shouldn't fight so then when you do Mm -hmm. it's you're you're trying to fix it you know And, like, we never really, like, went to bed angry, pretty much. Type that's of really thing. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So I think my, my mom said that sort of thing with, that's what she's proud of. And my dad, my dad said that he was proud of, I mean, both of them, my parents both mm-hmm. said that they were, they were happy with the amount of freedom they gave me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they, that, like, they see that we're now making like like right decisions and all mm-hmm. and they taught us what we should know in order to make those right decisions right. right like i've made mistakes obviously but my parents are glad that they instilled some things in me in, in terms of morals and yeah. what's right and wrong and that affects like the decisions i make today yeah. so they're more confident in me i guess yeah i think that's one of the hardest things about parenting like in general because you can do anything else you can give education like you just go to school and you make them food and everything but the kind of time that you have with your kid you want them to learn the best of you mm-hmm. and you want them to instill like values again like you said and just practices that they're going to want to keep and they're going to like allow the world to appreciate when mm-hmm. they practice them yeah and like i'm i'm one of the folks but (laughs) like i'm glad that i have good vibes in my in my opinion you know and i don't know how that i learned i don't know how i learned them me neither i don't i never remember a time where my parents were saying oh you got to do this this and this and you shouldn't do this and this Mm -hmm. i think we just learned by watching them and by seeing them i mean it's the it's the different types of things that they do and you know you grow up and I, I especially think, like, family is so important to me because I've seen the way my family all the way in India mm-hmm. reacts when they see me, and I don't even, like, know them. Yeah. But I was telling Krista this yesterday, too. Like, if I went to India and I had nowhere else to go, if mm-hmm. I showed up at their doorstep, they'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. And yeah. they would just be so excited. Yeah. Even though we haven't seen each other in years and I barely know them. Mm-hmm. Even though they're, like, distant relatives. You know, and I feel like that whole, like, the act of knowing that mm. and, like, seeing that myself when I go went to India, mm-hmm. it instilled that family value in me. And it's yeah. all these different experiences and different things that my parents did for me and with me, too, that made me kind of who I am today yeah. alongside, you know, the environment and my friends. Yeah, and I guess the other point, like, on the other side of the coin is if your parents are sort of teaching or practicing values that you don't like, or that you don't think are acceptable or that aren't like morally right, then you you sort of realize that and having that power to realize that and change and break the cycle. 
yeah. also is is a big deal. Absolutely. Yeah, right. that's a part of like uh, breaking the cycle of like generational trauma. Yeah, mm-hmm. or even just like bad practices that they might have. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, it's the same thing we were talking about. Like what my, my mom didn't like some things that her parents did, mm-hmm. so she changed it. And yeah. I might not like some things that my parents did, and I'm going to change that. Yeah, so I think being able to realize what they did right and being able to realize what they did wrong is such a... I don't know how that comes up. Like, I don't know if that's innate, I don't innate, know, like, how right? does that, like, yeah. how do you kind of, like, realize that, it's you know? It's so, it's so weird. It's almost like asking, is consciousness real, you know? Yeah. How do you, it's just... Like, how do you do that? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I did it for you. Yeah. Krista, <laughs> um, any thoughts and yeah, like, what, what your parents said? What did they say about the success? I remember what they said, actually. But... Oh, um, my mom... Because we asked both of them, both of them. Um, my mom said that she felt most proud of uh, <laughs> that she wanted me to like keep singing. She was like, "I'm so proud of like you know letting you sing and letting you." But I think what she was trying to get at is that like, despite music being like a really like everyone was like, "You can't make money with it's it. Like it's a real job." Yeah, that um, she was just like. If that's what you enjoy and that's what you're good at, then do it. And she always mm-hmm. like supported me to do what I wanted and like like yeah. Wise. I think she was saying she's glad she just like encouraged you because she was talking about how good Krista is at singing, yeah. right? Yeah. And she Fine. was like, she was like, Krista's even better than me. And then yeah, so they just she's glad that she encouraged you, right? Yeah, but she also said. um that she felt, like, she kind of said this earlier, but I think this goes without saying that she was really, they were really, like, they allowed me to be myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were very open with that. And she was like, it's just been so hard, you know, like, when you came out as a lesbian and all this stuff, but we just always let you do what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom, like, I when I wanted to cut my hair, she let me. If I wanted to wear certain clothes, she let me. And uh, my parents were just very accepting of just like me being able to be who I wanted to be mm-hmm. and like how I want to express myself. Um, and my dad said that he was proud of, um, being that figure who's like, um, uh, inducing like caution and like how to, how to manage yourself in the world and how to like, he, you know, taught me how to change a tire and like, mm-hmm. he was the one who was more like practical and logical and yeah. he was really, happy with how he was able to prepare me and give me the tools to like live life yeah Very yeah important. like street smarts especially yeah mm-hmm. super important and yeah. always more of like the emotional like this is how to treat yourself and mm-hmm. then like mm-hmm. my dad was like this is how to treat the world yeah yeah that's so cool that's, that's cool. so awesome yeah, yeah. That. me too i asked my parents what they would change if they could change something mm-hmm. and my dad was saying like oh so many things mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of connected to how he was saying, like, there, he said he doesn't believe in the word perfect. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when I asked him that question about, did you ever feel the pressure? Mm-hmm. He was saying to be, like, the perfect parent. He was saying, I don't believe in perfect. Like, I did the best I could, right? Yeah. But then tying into that, he was saying, like, yeah, there were so many things I would have done differently. Mm-hmm. But I did what I knew at the time, right? Like, he was saying all this in hindsight, but... Did I have anything else to add to that? You did. I did? 
I don't know. Producer, oh, you about okay? culture. You okay? You, you ended off with culture. Right. Culture. Because I feel like I, I would love to be more involved in my culture, but like I know certain customs and stuff, but I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know anything about why because I'd ask and then they'd be like, well, it's just something we do. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> and looking back, they said like, yeah, they would have explained more so that we wouldn't like, like especially when you're growing up in a place like Canada, mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard to be involved in your culture because you're not seeing it all around you constantly, yeah. right? Yeah. My mom said a similar thing. She teached me more about religion too. My dad, he was like, I don't really... We're not super religious anyways, so he wasn't really for it. Yeah, I think, like... (laughs) You go for it, kid. It's a a little bit hot in here. Yeah. Um, But definitely, like, the the thing about values is so important. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. And culture, I feel like... Especially in Canada, I don't even know what the culture of Canada is. Is it just immigrants? It's like, we're diverse. Yeah. So, but it's like hard to get in tune with your own culture yeah. because there's so many other cultures around exactly. you. So you're learning about so many. And also, like, I don't know. I have, I'm certainly not as Indian as I could be, you know? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I live in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also a fear of losing that culture, too. Yeah, and that's, like, I get scared of that, too, because I don't want to. I like my culture a lot, but there's so much I don't know about it. And they they wish they taught me, because there's so many things I just, like, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, What about you, Krista? Um, As in, like... What What would your parents do differently? Yeah. I think we forgot to ask Krista's parents that question. As you, as a parent, what would you change, I guess? Like, if I was raising myself... I think I would try to expose myself to more, uh, just like more, because mm-hmm. like growing up in small town, entered here, um, <laughs> it was like really, yeah, it was it was really uh, like it was all the same people. They were all just like you didn't learn anything new. Pretty much everyone was like white and racist and homophobic. And they didn't really care about anything but, like, horses and farming and stuff like that. And there were some people who, like, I don't know, did other things. But I, I, knew, I knew nothing about, like, living in the city or, like, what was outside. I, oh, my God. Bro, I thought that, um, I thought that, the, like, the whole, like, left side of the map was yeah. just Canada and the U.S., Wow. I oh my thought God. that Canada and the U.S. was, um, I thought, wait, oh my God. I just didn't think there was, like, Brazil. Oh, wow. Like, there's I'm... no South America. Yeah, I thought, oh, no, I thought North America was Canada. South America was the States. Oh, okay. And I... Remember when I asked you to name the the continents? That was, Bro. like, did you guys just, what were they wow. doing in yeah, well, if they did, they did not instill it. <laughs> yeah, because we did the, the diagrams every day. Yeah. yeah, but I just didn't, like, it just seemed like I knew nothing about anything outside of that place. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have liked to be exposed to more stuff because for me, as, like, some white person, I didn't know anything about any other cultures or any other, like, anywhere else. So imagine what it would be like for, like, a person of color who is mm-hmm. living in that small town, just learning about everything that was there, you know, right. like not what's outside of that. So I think I would have liked to be exposed to more, more. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's fair. That's very similar to actually, like, other cultures and their schools, sometimes some of the smaller schools in smaller towns. Yeah. It's always just their history, and that's always what's mm-hmm. focused on. And I felt that in my Indian education as well, like, in, in Qatar. Um, but I was really glad to have experienced that and moved here mm-hmm. and experienced this. Because I feel like if I... If I just moved here way too early, I wouldn't have realized the impact of education. Yeah. And I think I'm really glad that I'm able to sort of live in both like realms mm-hmm. and sort of experience everything that has to do with these different cultures and these different yeah. sort of education systems and the way people behave. Yeah, it makes you appreciate different things. Yeah, and the perspective I really value. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like what could have changed or what could have been better... I think it's a lot about, I think it's just hard because they're just trying to do their best at the time. Yeah. But know? then, you know, always like hindsight, hindsight it's, it's like you, you see everything yeah. that could have done better. And it's more about just the fact that certain freedoms and certain like concepts about how, how you should let your kids go or how you should let your kids behave in certain mm-hmm. situations are obviously culturally different. I, I think the thing is, though, like, our parents are still growing as human yeah, beings, right? Is. So I think that's why it's like, you know, if they started being parents now at the age they are now, yeah. they would do it probably pretty differently. You know? Yeah, they're, exactly. They're growing, too. So that's why they also see so many things that they could have done differently. Yeah, and, like, I'm really glad that, like, the things happened the way they did. Yeah, because know? I turned out pretty awesome. <laughs> I know, but y'all... But you guys are pretty awesome. Say, you guys are great people. Yeah. I love you. We're all, we're all awesome. My mom also said that she wished she taught me to do more things around the house. Wow. I don't really know how to dive into that, but I... I know she would probably want me to mention that. Sure. Okay, that's fair. Because <laughs> it's something she I think, said. I Sorry, I just thought... Was, my mom would probably would have had another kid. Wow. Because she's told me that before so many times of being an only child, it's like, it's hard to, you know, especially where I was living. I didn't have anyone else to, like, play with or anything like mm-hmm. that. And she had to do that, and that was mm-hmm. more for her. So I think that, too. That Interesting. And I think also, additionally, the, about what your mom said, it's like, I think me being a dude, there wasn't that responsibility placed on me. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't know if it's culturally, like, if the same thing in Western societies, but definitely in Indian societies... The women are always like, you know, taught told what to do, to do and how to handle housework. Yeah, you know? like they tell my brother to do. Like she was saying, both my brother and I, right? Because she's grown a little. Now out she of knows, that. yeah. But there is still that part of my mom that you know, like girls are like into cooking and like baking and stuff. And I don't, I'm, I'm not a baker nor a yeah. cooker. Yeah. <laughs> cooker, cooker, <laughs> a chef. <Yeah. laughs> those expectations almost because of culture and just like sex and differences gender gender expectations generals right yeah Yeah. and i'm glad that we're sort of sort of starting to come out of that but i do realize that i haven't been i was always told like you focus on studying we'll take care of laundry we'll take care of everything else Mm -hmm. which i'm like it's so different from other families here Mm what a dream right yeah and I was, I'm like, I took that for granted. And then I realized all my friends are doing their own laundry and they're all cooking their own lunches. 
And my mom's out here just spoiling me. Like, if I had to, like, live yeah. alone right now, yeah. I just feel I like I... I would not. I struggle a lot. Yeah. But I'm glad that, like, my parents care for me, but also I think letting me be more independent and... Mm-hmm. Make the mistakes. Make, yeah, and teach me to do hard work is also important. Yeah, because I'm at a point where now I'm just like, well, I, I don't really want to. Yeah. You know, because I, I wasn't doing it as a habit. Yeah, exactly. Since I was a child. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really glad that things turned out the way they did. And me too. I'm very grateful for things. We hope you enjoyed this, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, This is the actual end of the episode. Yes. Thank this you for watching. The end of part two. Yeah, and we hope you watch the other episode first. Yeah, or else this will be kind of random. Um, please subscribe and like and maybe leave us a review on our any podcast platform. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an Instagram. At Diving Deep With Us. And we have an email. DivingDeepWithUs at gmail.com. That was a good little... Yeah, pretty sorry. <laughs> um, we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Oh, wait. Did I... I don't know if I mentioned... My... It's okay. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but we do have a guest forum opening so do you want to be a guest yes yeah wait do that again what's that do you want to be a guest oh <laughs> you're focused now yes well we got a guest form now hit <laughs> <laughs> hit the link in our instagram bio which will take you to a link tree and that has the guest form there there you can apply and we'll definitely take a look at it. Yay. Anyways, we will see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. I'll do it. No! No! <laughs> we just... We're back! <laughs> We're back! <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um... Wait, we tried it because you were like, you started off like this. Yeah. So. We're back! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we're back. We. That's right. Yeah. Um, I was talking about my father. <laughs> Your father? Oh. Gosh, gosh. <laughs> Hot ticket, eh? <laughs> We're back! Yep. <laughs> this is the fourth time doing this. No, it's the first time we're talking about. Yeah, we're gonna run into battery. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. So I was talking about my father. <laughs>